You know, you got to love technology. There's just no limits. I can speak to anyone, <laughs> anywhere in the whole country. And and the problem with that oh, is cool. the world is so small. You see, everybody knows. <laughs> so one way to get that done is you have a radio interview with interesting people like Donovan Jacobs. He is from a church called EKC. We're going to find out all about what they're doing. Uh, so Donovan, hi, yeah. how are you? Man, I'm almost perfect. Thank you so much, Janine. Can I call you Janine? You can call me Janine. Why do you say almost perfect? Well, the last the, the last few percent is what Christ is still doing in me via sanctification. But the most part, he's already done in me. So I'm almost perfect. I know how to control my tongue. Ah, well, that you also, if you can control your tongue, you're 99.9% yes, there. Well, one day when I'm there more mature, I'll, I'll join you at that percentage. But in the meantime, <laughs> I'll have you do all the talking. Listen, you've got to introduce yourself first. Um, as a person, what you're doing at the church, the music, just introduce yourself first. Okay, my name is Donovan Martin Alexander Jacobs. That is a story for another day, all those names. Wow. <laughs> I... I love the Lord. I'm overwhelmed by the grace of God, this gift called salvation that has saved my soul. And to serve a God who, who lives in unapproachable light, but he is so powerful and he's so loving that he chooses to come and live in a person with smelly armpits. In between two smelly armpits, he came to live. And I'm really grateful that this great God that you can't define chooses to love in a person like me. You must have lots of fun at your church when you do this sermon. <laughs> well, I believe in liberty. I believe in liberty. Christ has, has saved us for the sake of liberty. And because he, he, he wants us to love in freedom, that's why he came for us to love in freedom. There's lots of freedom at the church that I give oversight to. We love. We're not perfect, but we love. And we love authentically. And we make music that's authentic, that speaks to two different realms. It speaks to the saint and it speaks to the sinner. And the, the music that, that, that we do for the saint is more in the, maybe we'll talk about it later, it's more in the EKC worship environment. And the music that we make for the sinner is uh, through Cape Culture. Okay, let's get to that music because I'm firstly curious about your worship team. Um, we now open the link now to go see on all the different platforms what the music looks like. This is a whole yeah. group of people. Introduce them. Yeah, so so we we EKSU worship uh, is is a combination of professional musicians, professional singers, as well as non-professional. We have some of the greatest members in the team. Uh, we've got Rabino Isaacs as our music director. You would know him in terms of the jazz and the anti moles and all the Baxter mm. things that happens. He's mostly the music director there. Then on the other side, we've got a Blake Hallaby, who's also into music. He is now Mr. Jazz Extraordinaire, and he plays on all the jazz forums all over the world. Uh, really blessed. And then you have people like me who has a heart for God, who who get songs from the Lord. And um, like Psalm 19 says, Psalm of David to the chief musician. We get these songs, we give it to the chief musician. In our case, it's Rabino Isaacs, the MD. And then he puts flesh to this music. And whether it goes via Cape Culture or whether it goes via EKC Worship, the songs then is a copy and paste from heaven to earth. I don't believe in writing songs. This is all my, my own personal opinion. I don't believe to sit down and write a song. I believe it must be a download from heaven that we copy onto the earth. That's why I, I, I strongly believe in that. So a, a bunch of great people, not perfect people, but great people who love the Lord and want to see his kingdom come in the earth. That's, that's EKC worship.
This past week, we were talking about community and how that is absolutely God's heart. Bride is community. You're not supposed to be doing this thing on your own. And even as a musician, there's so much richness that comes from you having a thought and then giving it over, surrendering it to other people's opinions, which sometimes can be a risk now. I mean, to take something that's Mm. come that you feel is precious and download it from the Lord and you give it to someone how 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 big of a conflict in your heart is it sometimes to give it away and then see what comes out? Well, Janine, two things there. I have no conflict in my heart about uh, um, getting the song out. And I've got no conflict in my heart in in uh, how people consume the song. So, so here's how it works for me. The Lord places a burden, a song burden in my heart, not just in my heart, but in the team. We put flesh to that song. And we release the spirit of that song out into the earth. That's how I feel about it. So some people will like it. Other people won't like it. So we don't write songs in EKC worship that, um, that how do I put it? You know, you can write a song, right? And you can make everybody love that song. If you speak to their physical needs, their financial needs, mm-hmm. their emotional needs, I don't do that. So therefore, I've got no burden in that regard. The song comes from the Lord. That's why it's called the song of the Lord. We put flesh around that song of the Lord in terms of the music and so on. And out in the earth it goes. And if, if Janine loves that song, praise the Lord. If if she doesn't love the song, put her on her because she, she's missing what the, <laughs> the Lord is doing in the earth. Yeah, but that's the thing about music, isn't it? I mean, the music is, you can say what you want to. It is not... It is not objective. It's subjective. It's always subjective. subject to your taste, to your opinion. Mm. Even if it's in Christian yes. circles, opinion differs. Even when it comes to the word, you, there's always that risk. Um, and, and people have got nice ways of differing from you, and they've got not so nice ways yes. of differing from you in the Christian 100%. arena. Um, but you still do get to see, if you're now a worship leader, and you're standing in front of this mm. whole congregation, and they're worshiping to this song that God has yeah. given you now. It must be very fulfilling to see them connect with Jesus via something that, you, that you've put out there, that it works as a worship song. Yeah, look, Janine, I've got lots of thoughts on that. But yes, my thought, a worship leader, right? He can't, he can't lead you into the presence of the Lord, regardless of the song or the music or the atmosphere. A worship leader cannot lead someone into the presence of the Lord. The Bible speaks in Hebrews chapter 10, only the blood of Jesus Christ can. It says, come into his presence in a new and a, love, a new and a living way by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So all the songs that we sing is, is almost just like a, a um, it's almost just like clothes, if I can put it respectfully, on yeah. the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that brings us into the presence. And the fulfillment comes when the people are worshiping together with the song, without the song. The song is just a medium of exchange for people to worship the Lord. But it's the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that brings us into his presence. And if a worship leader is clever, he will know it's not about him. It's not about the song. It's like that gentleman, uh, Matt Redman, saying many years ago, I will bring you more than a song Hmm. for a song in itself. It's not what you want. You have to agree that song, music, engages your emotions. It engages your intellect. 
It may engage your spirit. It is something that comes from the Lord. He created music out of nothing because it does yeah. capture your being. It's such a powerful mm. way for you. It's like this beautiful bridge. It's like faith. Faith is a bridge mm. between your physical world and God's spiritual world. And music does something. There's something beautiful that makes it easier yeah. for you to, to um, forget about the stove, you know, and forget yes. about the relational problems that you had. And... And it puts the word in your the words in your mouth. It's definitely something that mm. adds to it all. Hundred percent, Zanin. I've I've had the pleasure to to have gone to many different countries all over the world. I've had the pleasure of sitting with Spanish people and worship with them. Don't understand a word that they are saying. <laughs> yeah. With Africans in Kenya, in Uganda, in Mozambique, don't understand a word that they're singing. But the spirit that comes with the music, it moves me. And I know, yeah, this. This is a worship under the Lord. Or alternatively, this is just for my soul. This is for me to get liquor. This is for me to get into a vibe. You, you, you sense a different type of, of intonations that the, the, the Lord would allow into your soul, whether it's to him or whether it's to someone else. But you're right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Music is a gift from God, not just for your spirit, but for your soul, not just for the church, but for the whole world. I tell you this, Jenny. After preaching and teaching, has long passed, the praises of God will still be heard mm. through music. Mm. I have to tell you, confession time. Yes, I'm jealous of you guys <laughs> that you can create something out of nothing. It's something that, that you've got in, in common with God. I mean, he created out of nothing. He's given you the building blocks, you know, the, the notes. But it's the same notes. Mm. You've, you've all got this octave to work with. And then from then, how many million songs have been created? And for you to create something that's not the same as any of the million songs that's already been created through all of the ages before, to me, it's a miracle every single time. It is. It's a miracle. And that's where that word Imago Dei comes in. Imago Dei, we are the representative of God in the earth. This great undefinable God that we use so flippantly that name. This, this Imago Dei is we are made in His image and in His likeness. So whether, whether you sing a song that is as best as the best singer in the world or make music that is as great as the best musician in the world, you are still creating when you wake up in the morning, Janine, there are times you can't help yourself. You just start singing. You, 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 there's a sound that you make. Your best organ, your best music organ is your voice that comes out of your spirit. So we all create. We all create. The levels of that creation is just different. You see, just like giving, you get equal giving, but not equal sacrifice. Yeah. The guy with a great gift in music, right? He can create songs and stuff that is so powerful and move everyone. And then you get another person. He, he hasn't got that 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 gift or or, or or that talent, but he also creates music. But now here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. At the end of the day, where that offering goes to, is the person receiving that offering. You can sing in a terrible falsetto voice. I've been in meetings like that where. All the people, like in the 60s and the 70s and even 80s, they sing songs and it's, it, wow, you are so moved by that, that they bring. They created something of spirit that, that, that you have no control over. Then you get people with the greatest of the gifts and abilities, great music, the notes, everything is on par, but it doesn't move you. Mm. And so we are made in his image and in his likeness and we can create like he has created, obviously not 
uh, in a braggadocious way. But when it comes to music, we all have that gift. And the greatest music is when he gives you a song that comes from his heart to yourself and to others that you share. Are you a Mr. Edwards fan? No, I don't know who Mr. Edwards is. That sentence that you said, very this, musty. this God that you so that we so flippantly call God, that's a sentence in, in one of her um, clips about eternity, how we dare oh. say his name and not recognize that we are saying the name of this unfathomable being. So I was wondering if you'd heard that clip. I'll, I'm going to send you that clip, Eternity, no. by, if you've been challenging your life before. This one's going to challenge please, you. Please send it. Listen, yeah. I'm, I I'm, don't. I'm, Yes, ma'am. I'm not curious about, because I can hear you've got a passion for the word, you've got a passion for Jesus, um, and that even <laughs> the talent comes secondary to that. I'm curious yeah. about how you got to know him in the first place, for him to have this effect on you so many years later. You know, I, <laughs> I am amazed by his grace. You know, you said, how did I come to know him? This is how I look at that. He came to search for me. And then he found me. Mm -hmm. And when he found me, you know, my life just turned around. I got saved at the age of 20. I served at the Lighthouse Christian Center for 24 years under the leadership of Pastor Walty. And then they released me to Athlon and I started the church there. But this salvation that he, that he gave me changed my entire life upside down. Um, I, you know, you get people that they have testimonies of great sin and then they turned around and, and they got a testimony of, of, of how God delivered them. All I can say is this. I have got none of those testimonies. My testimony is simply this. There's a loving father who searched for me and who found me and made me his own. And for that, I can never repay him. I can never, I can never do anything. So I live a life of gratitude for all that he has done and continue to do for me. He's my father, I'm his son, and I want to do everything to please him and make him famous. Okay, but here's the problem, and we sit with this problem mm. in South Africa. We've got this goodness culture that we're good people, mm. not too bad. Yeah. We don't kill people. We're not a racist in mm. our eye, in our own eyes, or whatever. You know, you don't see yourself as a bad person. Yeah. We get yes, just enough of religion, Christianity, mm. in inverted commas, to convince us that we hopefully are going to be fine if God has some grace when we when we land up in heaven. Nah, um, mm. and that's a very hard. It's a dangerous place to be because, because then you never delve deeper and you never actually find out that you're unsaved. So that yes. is why I'm curious. How did an invisible God move you from, from apathetic, from um, good, to where you realized, I need the grace of God, that I am a sinner, and that I actually, you know, because th this passion of yours, this is not the normal for our cultural Christianity. Yeah, we, we serve a loving father. Now, long before you came to the earth realm, you were in spirit form, every human being. You can see that in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the flesh goes back or the body goes back to the dust that it came from and the spirit goes back to God who gave it. God has given each and every one part of his spirit. And then you, you, there's a mother and a father and your spirit then comes to that, that womb to the earth realm. And then there's a searching in your heart to be connected to the one who gave you your spirit. And at any point in time in your life, he come and he presents himself, he presents himself, he presents himself. And when he presents himself, your spirit connects with that presentation, 
whether it's through a, a church service, whether it's through a loving person that speaks about Christ evangelistically, or nature even, your spirit connects with that presentation and he draws you back to himself. This is what our loving Father does. Yeah? So, so I, um, I was busy studying at the time, 20 years old, and um, I loved Bob Marley. I loved, I, I loved music all my life. And this one day I was singing the song, Satisfy My Soul. The song goes like this. Man, I meet you around the corner. You make me feel like sweet, sweet wiener. And when you hold me tight, and the song goes on to this part, Satisfy My Soul. Satisfy my soul. And as I'm singing the satisfy my soul part, there was this thing in my heart that says, wow, nothing I've done has satisfied me. Mm. And as I'm walking out of the house, a friend comes and he says, Lord, the Lord has sent me to you. He's telling me to tell you he wants you. And right there I gave my heart to the Lord. Not in a church, at the corner of a cameo lounge, outside on a Saturday morning before 10 o'clock. I gave my life to him, and I am so pleased that the presentation of that man, Andre Krewagen, resonated with my spirit and connected me back to my father. That is so special. That is so special. I could go place. No, it's just, it's just this authentic thing, this thing that mm. um, an invisible God can convince you so completely that it changes your perception. The whole way you look at life changes when you connect. Yes. Actual, actual connection with this invisible God changes your opinion, your decisions. Everything is affected by Everything. that thing. So I want to ask you, because this is something that I really, really love, is bride mm. as part of the bride. Um, it's like everyone has got a different puzzle piece. You've got a different perspective mm. because of who you are, what you're going through, what you're reading at this yeah. moment, what fascinates you right now. And it's like it, yes. it adjusts your glasses a little bit to the right and then you focus on something else about God. Yeah. And then when you worship, that's the thing that impresses you most yes. at this moment. What is that thing yeah. for you right now? Well, you know, there's this in, 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 in the Bible, you read about the angels showing us a pattern of what you're talking about. They, they, they come before the, before the throne of God, and the Bible says they bow before him day and night. And as they bow before him, obviously their faces goes down, and when they come up, they see a different reality of God. So when they looked at him, they saw something about him. And when they bowed down and came up, they saw something different. And in our lives, it's very much similar. Every day, God presents himself in a different way to you, even though he's the same God. The presentation of how he presents himself is just different. Right now, I have a heart for authentic music. I have a heart for the word to come out accurate and completely. And that moves me in all that I do. So then I'm 53 years old. When I, when I reach the age of 40, so my mother said it, to the game I take for stupid kabouters. Yeah. That's when I turned 40. And now that I'm 53, I want community. I want love. I want genuine relationships. And I want the fame and the glory of God to be published in all that I do. I'm in the academia. So whether I'm lecturing, or whether I'm studying, or whether I'm presenting the word of God, or whether we make music. But all in all, Hebrews 13, you can go read Hebrews chapter 13, from verse 13, and it ends in verse 16, it says, and this is the life or the sacrifice that God the Father is well pleased with. 
a life that you love in communion with others. So that's what I want to do. I want to live a life in communion with others authentically. And that's my heartbeat for, for, for me and those that I'm in relationship with, that we love truthfully with one another. And as we survey the Lord and His holiness, He changes us more like His Son, Yeshua, Messiah, Jesus mm. the Christ. We become like the one we behold. I love, I Thank love, you. I love that. Okay, Thank let's you, get man. to the song now. Uh, but you did okay, release okay. it under Cape Culture, which means you're trying to reach yeah. the world right now. And the style, yes, obviously, is, in, yeah. is specifically done in that way so that they can relate yes. with it. This is what they like hearing. But what is the message yeah. of Imago Day? What's this thing that you want to get out there, whether they know it or not? So there's these words, kings, priests, Imago Day, kings, priests. Imago Day. When you've listened to that song, that three minutes and 15 seconds, when you finish, you'll have heard those phrases about a hundred times. The message is simply this. You are a king. You are a priest, according to Revelation chapter 5, 1 Peter 2 verse 9. You are a king. You are a priest. You are the Imago Day. You are the image and the representation of God on the earth. And so whether you are a, a businessman, whether you're in church, whether you're at work, doesn't matter where you are, you represent your father there. You are his eyes, you are his ears, you are his hands, your feet. So Imago Day is to make everyone know, whether they're believers or unbelievers, that there is the image of God that we need to portray in the earth. And um, there's this, we move it, we prove it. That is actually uh, um, broken down from Revelation chapter 5 in, in, in musical terms, not in theological terms. So we move it. Those are the prayers we offer up to God. That is our, that is our priesthood. We prove it. That is our kingship. We, we declare, we decree, and we make sure that the will of God gets established on the earth. So I'm singing. With, so when they sing the song, and when they hear the song, and I'm hoping, it, I'm hoping that it goes to clubs and sabines and everywhere, like another song that we've done, Ayoba, I'm hoping that as they sing this, the word of God will come into the spirit and do a, a presentation of his goodness and his mercy towards them and they can turn towards him. That's what it's about. Right. We're going to listen to the song, but after the song, they're going to want to know where to go to social media, all of those places for both <laughs> Cape Culture and EKC. Okay. So on all digital platforms, you can get EKC Worship and the EKC Worship. We've, we've got four studio recorded albums and then about 20 or so singles. So you can go to EKC Worship on YouTube. You can survey and purvey all EKC stuff there. There's also on face, Facebook EKC Worship as a channel. You can go in there. And then um, under um, Cape Culture, we've opened up a channel for that. There's only a Yorba in there. And then it's Yoba is a summer vibe. And then Cape Culture, I'm sorry, this song, Imago, they will be released the ninth on all digital platforms. Um, and you'll, your station will be the first to play that song. Lekker. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't uh, put it out. Just so you know, most of our songs, when it goes out, it goes straight to top three. Everywhere. Moi man. And I'm not bragging. I brag on it. Wasn't it here's what songs, what Afrikaans songs work work? Afrikaans, Engels, Jazz, Meditation as in classical music. Yeah, but it's because you're so talented. All of the guys are talented. So these were where, where we can get the songs. But if we want to follow you guys, have you got like social media, the Instagram, the, all of that on, as well? It's all EKC Worship. You can all there. Stier the boodskap hier daar so. Of op Instagram ook. I'm so EKC or I'm so EKC Worship. 